look at your labels. Every time you go out and you're going to buy something, look at the labels. Look at what it's made of. If it's made of polyester, that means oil. Hello. Thank you for checking out Earth Care. Today, we're heading to Puerto Rico to catch up with Daniel Santiago Diaz, who is the founder of the sustainable clothing brand Tropique. Now, we've had a few previous guests on Earth Care talk to us about the fashion industry. You know, things like, why is it important to support sustainable brands? What are the dangers of fast fashion? But kind of from the consumer side of things. So today we're learning about the business side of things when it comes to the fashion industry. What does it mean to operate a sustainable brand? Why go that route? And what can we as consumers look for to know that you're truly sustainable? Daniel joining us from Puerto Rico. What is the backstory here on this clothing brand? How did it get started? Tell me everything. Well, I've always wanted to be in the fashion world. I actually studied fashion business management in London. So I've always been interested in fashion and kind of doing something. I've always wanted to do it locally, which was a little bit difficult for me, not being here for about 10 years. Um, as you know, I lived in Boston for seven years, so I really wasn't here to kind of get it started. Um, so once I moved down here, I just started working with different um, providers and different people down here and created a little bit of a brand with some beautiful art that you see on the back. Now, why sustainable? Why go that route? Well, because first of all, fashion is one of the most potent uh, industries in the world. It's kind of the second one um, be after oil, which is the worst one. Um, and we've always, I've always seen that there's so many people that really buy without really having an intent to buy something to last long. It's always something that is very transient. Um, so I've always wanted to be more on the sustainable side, not because I want to change how people buy stuff, but... I want to change the way of how I sell to people so people can actually think about what they buy and how they buy it and, and, and kind of think about what is the end life of that product. Because, you know, most of the uh, materials that I'm using is either organic cotton or hemp, which is, you know, easily uh, biodegradable, which is, uh, you know, compostable. And, and again, things that are moving that way, I really want to kind of get into the bad, bad uh, bandwagon and kind of start changing people's minds, not only here locally, but around the world. So as a business owner, what is the benefit to choosing? I know you're talking about uh, as a consumer, um, having a product that lasts longer and is more environmentally friendly, but as the business owner and the business side of things, what is the benefit there to uh, creating a sustainable brand? Well, on the local side, is that there are really not a lot of sustainable brands down here in Puerto Rico right now. So kind of being more on the streetwear side, which is what I'm selling right now, also, uh, I think for myself, it's peace of mind. Um, I really don't want to be a contributor to pollution. Um, or if I am, I want to be, you know, as, as low as I can go. Um, so I've always really want to try to do stuff or my projects to have some sort of environmental capacity or environmental twist. So, yeah, I think it's more for my peace of mind, even though it's going to be easy for me to use polyester or use other oil-based um, manufacturers and products and fabrics, you know, I'd rather kind of, you know, go slower and get really good suppliers of really good fabric and, 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 you know, have that peace of mind that, you know, I'm giving a good product that it's not going to be polluting, you know, the environment. That is so cool. You've said a bunch of things that I'm like, okay, I got to ask about that. I got to ask more about that. But one thing you mentioned was making something that we might not even use, you know, kind of wasting it away. Uh, and on your website, I got to read this. So I read it properly on your website. It says, 
We are not in the business to manufacture inventory that will not be sold. What does that mean? So basically what I've been trying to, again, changing people's mind is not changing how they portray the product, but maybe how they buy the product. So first of all, I started doing drop shipping um, with a company that does organic material drop shipping, which means that I really don't have to hold any inventory. So I'm not producing stuff that is not going to be sold, which is always great. And on the second side, which is going to be my more slow fashion, kind of a higher end side of the brand, I'm going to do pre-orders. So I'm, I'm actually using sustainable hemp. And this is a little shirt, but it's kind of like a, kind of like a little, I don't know, everyday wear shirt. But this is going to be pre-ordered in different fabrics. So I'm not going to manufacture stuff that I'm not going to be either it's not going to be sold or it's not going to be either put in a store or, you know, wholesale. I, I really want to try to, you know, make what I sell, not more than what I sell. Which is incredible. I've never seen that on a website before. That is something so new to me because what I've learned just as I'm, I'm trying to educate myself on fast fashion is these products that aren't sold, where do they go? They go to landfills, they get sent to across the globe to try and find a new home for them. So, And not even that, they, cool. if it's even worse, because sometimes they even resell it. For example, they sell it, they, they take it away and they give it to, or they sell it to um, Salvation Army. And then Salvation Army resells it to African countries. So you're like contributing to a whole cycle of poverty on top of the pollution. Yeah. Yeah, there are just so many layers to dig through. But that is why a company like yours is so important. That's amazing. So you were mentioning, I know, like uh, fast fashion brands will see a lot of like polyester. You mentioned oils. And then for um, sustainable brands, things like hemp. What are some things that differentiate the two? Like when you're when you're putting together sustainable materials? Um, so for me, I think it's the feel of the fabric. I think I also... The good thing that I leak, that I think just draw me hemp is that it's compostable. So you can actually throw this fabric in the ground because it's a raw organic cotton hemp fabric and it, it'll be composted in about 90 days. So I think that to me is very interesting. I've also been in, very interested in, in kind of bio-natural materials like Pinatex, which is pineapple uh, leather. Now there's apple leather, there's mango leather. Um, here in Puerto Rico, I'm trying to also go into the whole natural dyeing route. So I have a girl here that does natural dyeing with actual Puerto Rican plants. Um, so I'm trying to, again, enhance that level of, hey, if you're going to buy a product that's going to be made locally, why not dye it locally as well? Um, and again, kind of bring everything full circle. And I want to try to also recycle it here because there's very little recycling in Puerto Rico. We're an island and we're have no space for landfill anymore. So recycling here has to be a very important thing going forward because we don't have no space anymore. So sounds like like a science project shirt. Yes, it is. It is cool. and actually, and it's also a thing because now I just learned that they're going to be starting growing hemp in Puerto Rico. So it's like all these little things that are happening that I really didn't understand. And this, the hemp that's being grown is premium hemp for other things that are not cars. I'm sorry, they're not fabrics. So it's like, how can I get this to be more involved into what the fashion is here and what the, you know, because we used to fab, uh, manufacture textiles here until the 1940s. So there is still some sort of machinery around. It's just we don't use it and everything is imported. So the prices here also go up because everything has to be brought in by a ship um, or by air. So again, 
it's kind of learn. People have to learn how the different levels of how to buy a product and how do they, you know, how they really impact everyday life and everyday, you know, the environment. I also want to enhance the culture of Puerto Rico. One of my shirts, which is this one, is actually also tied to the Taino culture, which is the indigenous uh, people that lived in Puerto Rico. So I also want to kind of tie that part of the culture of Puerto Rico with the sustainability side of it, because we, you know, we are an island and there's nowhere else to go but this island. So we have to uh, protect it. That's special. I like that a lot. I have one final question. Um, it sounds like a lot of this would take more time, right, to produce the product. So we're going to have to get, if we want to be on board with this, we also have to practice patience. Yep. Why is that something we should care about when it comes to consuming in general, fast fashion or shopping for fashion is a huge part of our lives. Why is just getting on board with patience something we should care about? Because I think you should care about what you put on top of your body. I think you should care about what you wear, how it's made, who made it, materials that it made, uh, that it's made of. And of course, it does it, what kind of an impact has on it. And not only that, when you buy it, how do you dispose of your clothing afterwards is very important. People don't understand that it's not you just throwing it out there, putting it in the recycle bin. There's people that reuse, you know, fabrics. Um, Companies like Reformation, which is a very big company, a very big brand, they do use discarded clothing to do new clothes. So again, it's also thinking about not only how you wear it, what you buy, but also how you dispose of your clothing is is must is is important as well. Because again, you can buy everything organic or everything you know hemp, but if you don't dispose of it very well, you're still contributing to waste. Um, so I think it's that. And I also always tell people, look at your labels. Every time you go out and you're going to buy something, look at the labels. Look at what it's made of. If it's made of polyester, that means oil. So always try to kind of think about that. And yes, slow fashion or sustainable, it is very slow. It does take time. But again, it does also last longer. So you don't want to have something that you buy that in two months later is going to be, you know, destroyed um, by how many washes you do it. So sustainability is also about a long lasting product. And I think that's also important for people to understand that maybe you buy something that is a little bit more expensive, but it'll be a piece that 10 years later, you'll probably have it in your closet still and you still wear it once in a while. Um, so again, longevity is also part of, of sustainability in some sort of level. So it's a, it's the slow beginning for a long haul with this. Exactly. Exactly. No, and actually it's the slow process of it makes you love it more. That's why a lot of the sustainable brands really show you the process of how they either dye the product and make the fabrics, yada, yada, yada. So I think also if the uh, client falls in love with the process of creating the product, then you have a client forever. I can't let you go without saying I really enjoyed the club mix on the website. Oh, yeah. Thank <laughs> you. Into that. Thank you. That's actually a really old Puerto Rican house song from the 80s. That was one of the, be the, the first house disco things, uh, vinyls put out there anywhere in the world. So it was interesting for me to find that. It was Puerto Rican. Oh, that's awesome. I had so much fun. I was just reading everything about the website while dancing. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. And again, you guys can visit it there. 
Right now, I'm not, I know you're based in Canada. I'm not studying in Canada yet, but that's coming in soon. And again, if you have any questions as well, I'm going to do doing pre-sales of this clothes and um, other stuff coming in along. So um, come in and, and join my journey. My newsletter is there. So I'll be sending out newsletters soon. Thank you for listening to that episode of Earth Care. If you want to experience these interviews in video form, you can also subscribe on YouTube. Just got to search Sarah Christie, my name, plus Earth Care. That's where you'll find full interviews just with some visual treats to go along with them. Talk to you later.